Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom, which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within the evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you are being able to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Universal Principle Hour with your host and chancellor of the Jewel University of Immortal Science for Immortal Living, Dr. Jewel Pukrum, with her co-host and Universal Principle Support Facilitator and Training, Ms. Felicia Muhammad. Peaceful greetings, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Universal Principle Hour. And today's topic, we are, well, let me tell you who I am. I am Ms. Felicia Muhammad, and we are supporting us, this plasma, in being able to complete part four of Purpose. We're doing a four-week series uh, on purpose, the discussion of purpose, what are the challenges, and why is it important. So this heptad, or this week, we are going to be doing part, a part two of a part four, <laughs> where we talked about leverage last week, leveraging sphere. So again, I am Ms. Felicia Muhammad, and we're here with you at the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living on the Jewel Network Science News Broadcasting. And so we are grateful and thankful to be here with you this plasma where we are going to have live Q&A again to continue to support each and every one of you in being able to be purposefully committed in your pathway, uncovering it, discovering it, or refining it, all right, or refining it. So um, as we, before we go to our break in the next few minutes or so, we want to help you to be able to recognize what your purpose is, how to discover what your purpose is, and understand that purpose uh, has a, um, purpose is included in everything. Purpose is included in everything. And so when we are understanding purpose, why we do what we do, that's the first aspect that we want you to be fully aware of is that um, when we're looking at purpose, whether it is us uncovering or discovering what we love doing or whether we are having a conversation with ourselves to look at why we do what we do and uh, allowing that intention, that motivation to be a driving force that supports us in being able to determine if we do a thing or not, right? Purpose is everything. Purpose is everywhere. Purpose is the beginning of all things. And I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there. That's, yes, that's what it is. <laughs> it, is it is the all in all <laughs> purpose. So, and we, and we will scientifically support you in being able to verify this for yourself. So, we're also going to take some questions and answers. So if you would like to have a conversation and share two parts, we're going to do this in two parts. If you want to be able to share what your purpose is uh, or get support with uncovering or discovering your purpose, we are going to support you in being able to do that. And secondly, we're going to um, discuss and have question and answer and feedback uh, about the challenges that you may be having in leveraging fear and some of the benefits of why you want to be able 
to leverage your fear. So as before we hear from our sponsors, we definitely would like for you to, uh, if you want to communicate with me and us talk to each other, you can press star one on your phone and that will let us know that you have a question. So please raise your hand or if you have a comment. Um, and therefore, we will call the first four digits of your phone number. and No, the first six digits, pardon me, of your phone number. And uh, open up your mic so we can communicate. And you tell us your name. Or if you want to be anonymous, that's okay too. And what city you're calling from. So I'm excited to continue this conversation uh, on purpose. Leveraging fear and uh, just do it. So that's what we're talking about, purpose. This is purpose part four. Why is it important? What are the challenges? And we're dealing specifically today with leveraging fear. Just do it. All right, so we're going to hear from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. All right, with greetings and welcome. We are back. I am Miss Felicia Muhammad, and we are discussing purpose, what are the challenges, and why is it important, and we're focusing specifically on Today, we're focusing specifically this plasma on leveraging fear. Just do it. So for the past four weeks, we have been uh, live supporting the callers that call in with understanding purpose, clarifying their purpose, um, redefining their purpose or uncovering it, and also supporting us in being able to think differently about purpose and how it supports us in our everyday life. So we're dealing with two different dynamics of purpose. And so for those of you that are tuning in this plasma, let us share with you uh, what purpose is. And we here at the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living, um, we meet weekly in our universal principal support group on Sundays at 4.30 in empowering each and every one who attends to be able to know how to utilize the universal laws and principles that govern everything in your life, supporting you to be the living God that you are created to be. And that's what I'm purposefully committed to um, expressing, being, and doing. I, I find joy in it. I've done it with out getting paid for it, um, and what I understand and know now is that um, through the different experiences that I have uh, had on this journey of purpose, this purposeful pathway journey, it has definitely supported me in being able to uncover some habitual <laughs> habits and thought processes that no longer serve me. And so um, being able to realize that everything has a purpose and when I am in alignment with that thought process, it also supports us in being able to um, uh, transform the experiences that we have um, and the way we think about them and the beliefs we hold about them and the judgments that we 
and the judgments and the programs that we take away from those experiences and then we put in place as safe safety measures of what we won't allow to happen again just because the way this particular thing happened and then we blaming other people for why it happened and you know, all of that when we are really um honest with ourselves and able to look at some of the choices that we have made and decisions that we have made, when we're able to look at the circumstances and filter it through the lenses of the lens of purpose, then we're able to really begin to accept responsibility for a lot of the occurrences that we have engaged in, the things that we've experienced that we have engaged in willingly and unwillingly. So this purpose is called, uh, is considered a mastery. You want to be able to master this, the purpose of life. You want to be able to be in mastery of it. And it is a very valuable step that each one of us takes to becoming aware of what our purpose is. There are valuable steps that each one of us take to uncover this purpose. Excuse me. And when we're able to answer the question, and this was one of the questions that we were prompted with, and I think it was maybe the second conversation, we asked the question, what is my unique and individual role in the universe? What is my unique and individual role in the universe? And when we are able to um, answer that question and well, first ponder the question and then be able to be the observer of, as we ask the question, what are the awarenesses that we now experience? What are those awarenesses that we have? Um, you will be amazed at the insights and the things that you didn't even know you needed to even think about that come through. And so as we are asking that question and being in the and being a child, yes, being a child with the discovery and the unfolding and the mystery and the innocence of the awarenesses that we have and being able to have courage enough to explore them, you will find that there is a there is a newness and a a, a frequency of a heightened frequency that one experiences when you allow yourself to be the observer and just, and not just, be the observer and, and be aware and be open to the experiences and the, the new thoughts that you have when you are pondering these types of of, of questions. So um, as we... As we continue to unfold in this conversation, we want you to begin to now, now that we've gave you the a recap for not it wasn't really a recap, but it was it was an outline of how we began to look at purpose. I know many of us growing up have always been uh, told um, or 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 have been asked, you know, well, what are you going to do with your life, you know? Um, and, you know, we're encouraged to go to school, get a job, and when you have these hobbies that you love doing, you know, our parents and those who reared us supported us intensely to be able to have the programming that you can't get paid for your hobbies, and that is definitely not true, that you can get paid for your hobbies. You can get paid for your hobbies. You can be rewarded and compensated immensely for doing what you love doing. And over the years, as um, as I've been on this journey of purpose and uh, helping people to uncover the joy in, the, in their purpose, well, uncover the joy within themselves to help them uncover the purpose, 
we support you now to be able to recognize and accept that that which you um, love experiencing and sharing as your gift, that is a part, that's an aspect of your purpose, and that this is another key, and that your purpose presently of what you love doing, it evolves. It evolves. You know, we have cycles in life. So at certain aspects of your life, there's jo- there is not just one thing that you are purposefully committed to doing for the rest of your life, right? And so that rest of your life is a condition that many of us have been uh, reared to know or believe that has a cutoff point. So you're going to live or you're going to die. Well, I, I, beg to, I, I beg you to do some due diligence and uh, study um, the, the potential and the science behind activating your immortal genes, all right? So if you haven't studied uh, Henrietta Lacks, you want to be able to study Henrietta Lacks and uh, all of the science out there that supports us to be able to experience or put a time span on, uh, well, no, I won't say put a time span because that ties right back into the the ending, putting a period to the end of your life, but being able to now take your body with you into another dimension, all right? So we are, that's why I encourage you to do more due diligence and study with activating your immortal genes and what that means and what that looks like for each and every one of us, all right? So feel free to join us at the Jewel University of Immortal Science for Immortal Living to support you in being able to provide, uh, get some some facts and some absolute truths that will support you in being able to do your due diligence. So it is now time for a sponsor break, and we will be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, everyone. And we are discussing purpose, what are the challenges, and why is it important. And in this segment, we want to um, begin to talk about and do a recap of what we discussed last week relative to leveraging fear, leveraging fear. So we helped you to understand in the first segment, second segment, what purpose is and how we are, the context by which we are having this discussion on purpose. And purpose is a aspect of life that you are in mastery of. So it's a journey, it's a pathway that we are on, all right? And one, your purpose is, this, was what, this is what I wanted to say in the last segment. Your purpose is not just something that you do. It is a being. Purpose is a being, right? And so, yes, while you can, um, especially now, it's an opportune time for us to be in the mindset and on the journey of clarifying, uncovering, and discovering our purpose we have cosmic and universal support to be able to um, help us on this journey. And so I'm one of your cosmic uh, and universal and real real lifetime <laughs> sources to be able to help you to be able to do that while aligning with universal principles and laws that govern everything, all right, to support you to be the living God that you are created to be in this dispensation of time as it is right now. So the second thing you want to know about purpose is that um, it's everything and everywhere, 
All right, so you you now want to begin asking yourself when before you do a thing, what is the purpose? And asking yourself before you do it, and if you didn't ask yourself before you do it, when you get in the middle of it or in the midst of it, ask yourself what is the purpose? Because this is a tool that supports us in being able to co-create experiences for ourselves. And when we are willing to ask the question about why am I doing what am I doing, why am I doing what I am doing, what is my intention, what is my motivation, those are all frameworks for purpose. Those are all frameworks for purpose. And when you're able to be honest with yourself about your ish, about why you do what you do. You can no, you no longer have to, uh, ref, you no longer have to be a victim, because you always hear us say there are no victims, and that's why we say there are no victims, because with every action that you take, it first started with a thought. Okay. And what we know in aligning with the, with the laws of the universe is that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. We have cause and effect. So we have, uh, there is a plethora of proof to verify why we say there are no victims. And I know it can be, it can appear very harsh or insensitive when we say there are no victims. And um, when we choose to remain the observer and look at the facts of a situation and of a, or circumstance and uh, also uh, look at because uh, a lot of times we have a lot of a lot of limited information, but when we look at the when we look at ourselves and what we experience, where we have more information and you ask yourself these questions when you are feeling like you are a victim or you, based off of society and how it has been couched, that you've been, quote, unquote, victimized according to the definition, when you begin to have the courage to ask yourself these questions, and look at, again, why were you at a, in a particular location for this particular thing to happen? Why were you there, right? Um, what was the reason? <laughs> what was the purpose? What was your motivation? <laughs> and being able to ask, have the courage to ask those questions definitely supports you in being able to see how you can begin and I can begin and we can begin to accept responsibility for the choices that we make. You say, well, what about those cho- those uh, times where, you know, I didn't have a choice? <sighs> That's another topic. However, we are always at choice. We are always at choice. And so honing it in and reeling it back in, when we look at how we leverage fear, Last week, we shared with you that fear is your body's way. This was a new perspective by which you're able to look at it. Fear is your body's way of communicating to you that you simply need more information. Yeah, that's a pregnant pause for that one. That's a pregnant pause on that because if you look at and you can do this right now. Think about something that you fear, false evidence appearing real. Think about something you fear and then ask yourself, okay, well, what additional information do I require and will support me in not being fearful of that thing? So when you reverse engineer this and ask yourself that question, then you'll begin to say, well, if I had known this, then I wouldn't have experienced. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have any need for the fear. So, for example, let me give you an example. As a matter of fact, in, in Universal Principal Support Group on Sunday, one of the uh, scholars, 
the members uh, shared that um, when, because she listens to the show, she may be listening now, Miss uh, Miss Miss Taylor Webb, she shared with us that um, from this le- from that last conversation we had about leverage and fear, she said that she was in her room. It was late at night. She was in her room, and she heard something in another room. And she said she, you know, of course she got got became afraid. She was fearful, and so she thought about the conversation. And if you're listening, uh, Taylor, and I'm messing your story up, please correct me, okay? <laughs> please correct me. I will raise your hand if I'm leaving some parts out. If you're listening, and I will definitely allow you to share your story uh, with this example of leveraging your fear to be able to overcome it. So anyway, she heard a noise, and she was in her bed, and she immediately was like, oh, my God, what is that? And so she thought about what I shared with her in the in the broadcast last week about fear is your body's way of simply meaning that you need more information. Uh, because, again, you know, the fear center, the amygdala, the, the body is protecting itself. So when there is an interpretation of fear, you get signals. You know, the body begins to go into fight or flight mode, right? And so, so what she said, she recalled, is, you know, asking the question, well, what information do I have? So she decided to get up and go look to see what was going on. <laughs> and she discovered, she discovered, I don't even recall what she said it was, but it was nothing. It wasn't nothing for her to be afraid of. And so because she simply challenged, okay, that's you. Okay, so she got her hand raised. All right, so uh, let's open up the line for 269-290. Miss Taylor? Hello, Miss Felicia, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Am I messing your story totally up? No, oh, my God. No, you're not. You're getting it right. You're right. It was nothing in here. It was just, you know, the heater, the water heater making all these groans because the water was going through. But you got it all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so finish telling the story. Finish telling the story. I like the way you told okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was laying in bed in the middle of the night, and I get to hearing all of these noises, water bottles crinkling. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, what is going on? I'm, my heart is beating so fast, so I'm scared. I'm thinking something's in there. And I remember what you said, that when we are in a fearful state, or discomforting, we just need more answers. So I said, okay, Taylor, are you going to check what's in there? And I was like, yeah. So I got up and I did a whole examination around my living room. And mind you, my living room is not that big at all. It's not not going to be much in here that I can't see as soon as I turn the corner. And lo and behold, there was nothing in here. And that released my discomfort, my fear right in that moment. And it was a wonderful example of how fear can affect us on a large scale, and even then to just ask that question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're thank so you. Thank, you. thank you so much, Ms. Taylor. Thank you so much. So stay on the line. <laughs> so uh, I definitely I want to, I definitely want to, uh, I want your feedback in this next segment, okay? So I know, I'm sure okay. you got some other stories. All right. Thank you so yeah. much. You're welcome. So thank you, Ms. Taylor. <laughs> so we are now going to, um, we are now going to have a sponsor break, and we will be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. All right, welcome back. So you got the example you heard from Ms. Taylor herself about how she practiced that, simp- that, I won't say simple, how she implemented the tool to support her in transforming and leveraging the fear. And so as we're doing part two of a part four series, <laughs> 
leveraging fear, just do it. The inspiration came from my engineer who's not with me today, so we have um, another important person sitting in to support me to engineer the show today so we can bring it to you live. Her inspiration uh, inspired this aspect of this of the topic today with just doing it and how being able to leverage fear, what that looks like, what that actually looks like when you just do it. And last week we shared with you all about being able to use fear, and this is what inspired Ms. Uh, Taylor, being able to use fear as a stepping stone to get you to the next level, your next up-leveling, right? So we've been taught that fear is, you know, it is what it is. And I bid you to begin to consider and shift your perspective and take your power back from fear and begin to allow fear to support you in purposefully doing what you love doing and showing up and being the living God that you are created to be. So for all my Christians out there and, you know, who's saying, oh, she's blasphemous, no, no, no. Great, Jesus said, greater works I do, you will do. So within every cell, every muscle, every tissue, every fiber of your being, you have the same access and the same essence. So it is now time for you to purposefully apply in now time the tools of the ones that you say that you follow and their examples and apply them in our life right now. Because, again, I won't say because, I'll say and again, we have the tools needed and the examples to support us in being able to uh, experience life and the fullness thereof. So when we are looking at fear, remember, fear is the body's way of supporting us to know or communicating with us to let us know that we just need, not just, we need more information. And um, I don't think my mother is listening to this, and she shared in the, in the support group as well. So I invite you all to be my special guest to the Universal Principal Support Group on Sundays at 430. Your first visit is complimentary. Be my guest so you can come and have your own experience and see why you want to begin considering applying and utilizing and learning these principles to support you in being able to re-sculpt your emotional body, re-sculpt your emotional body. So I think I'm going to be up-leveling and evolving um, how I describe what I do, you know, because I'm purposefully committed to supporting each and every one of us to be able to know how to transform the limiting beliefs, the negative self-talk that keeps us stuck in love, health, and wealth with the tools of universal principles, supporting you to be able to connect with your body as a um, connect to the subconscious mind to be able to get to the core of those beliefs to transform them so you can be able to live out loud, on purpose, in joy, and be a living God that you're created to be. So, yeah, I think I'm going to um, add that sculpting of the emotional body to my uh, to, the, to the way that I describe what I do to be able to help people to understand what's available and what's possible for you within you. Because once I support you in being able to know how to do this, you can do this for yourself, and I'm here to partner with you on the journey. I'm here to partner with you on the journey. And so what's beautiful about our capacity and being able to leverage this fear with applying the universal laws and principles that govern everything is that 
once you become aware of what's available to you and you begin to practice it, well, first, when you become aware, you now magnetize to you the experiences that support you to be able to apply apply what you're learning so you can prove it to yourself, okay? So you can prove it to yourself on how it works. And that's why, you know, I'm always asking for feedback to be, uh, because it's really important for us as we are on this journey together because what works for you, the way that I may do it, you may up-level it by adding adding your uniqueness to it. And that's the beauty. That's the beauty of purpose because we all have one. We all have one. And mine is mine and yours is yours. That's the beauty. It doesn't take away from me with what you do and your purpose. No. We talked about this in week two of this conversation, that what I love doing, there are people waiting specifically for me with the gifts and the value that I bring to them. And then as I support them, and you and I, we're connected and working together, then as I'm supporting them to get to another level, then your gift that you have supports them to take them to the next. Oh, it's such a beautiful experience where we begin to understand purpose. Purpose and everything has a purpose. And now what is your unique offering and individual role in the universe? Because you have one. Never let anybody tell you you do not. And so I am committed to supporting you and being able to uncover, discover, redefine yours, your purpose. And as we are doing what we love doing together, we are able to collectively raise the consciousness of humanity. And it doesn't take large numbers to make change. In the Holy Quran, it talks about um, 300, 300 um, okay, in this case it was, you know, soldiers, it was in war, 300 were able to slew 1,000. So success does not depend on numbers. Success does not depend on numbers in that sense of having a large group. All right, so with the focused state of mind and intention and everybody purposefully doing their part, what? Say to the mountain, be ye moved, right? Because we're living guys anyway, and nature has to do what we say do. (laughs) So who would like to, at this point, we want to be able to hear from you as to If you have something you are fearful of and you want some support with being able to uh, leverage it, let's talk about it. Let's allow me to support you in having a different perspective by which you might not be able to see because you're so engrossed in it. And when, because I've been there, trust and believe. I wouldn't be able to have this conversation with you if I have not experienced it. Okay, experience it, present tense. Every moment, I won't say every moment, that's not true. Okay, not every moment. However, different segments of time, depending on what I'm dealing with and what I'm doing, yes, fear comes up. So it's not a matter of, like the minister says, Minister Farrakhan says, it's not a matter of if you're going to be afraid. It's what do you do when there's fear. And I'm encouraging you to leverage that fear. Use that fear as a stepping stone to get you to the next level as you continue to evolve and raise yourself up higher and higher and higher and higher and higher, all right, in your particular um, endeavors and experiences. So who would like to have a conversation with me? Who would like to talk about some fears that you've leveraged? If you're listening, you tuned in last week and – you did some practice with this this exercise. 
for the remainder, well, not the remainder of the show. We, we do have to go to another commercial break. But who would like, and who would like to share with me what your purpose is? So you can either, we can talk about a fear that you have or, and or we can, okay, when we talk about the fear, we'll support you in being able to know how you can leverage that fear. We can also support you, uh, you can also share with us what your purpose is. What is your unique role in the universe, okay? What is your unique role in the universe, all right? So you can hit star one to raise your hand. If you would like to engage with us. All right, so we don't have any hands raised, no problem. Um, What we're going to do now is we are going to, okay, we do have a hand raised. Okay, so let's go to a commercial break and then... And then we're going to come back and um, have some conversations with our callers. All right. Commercial break. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neuronutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain nervous system and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. All right, we are back. We are back. So let's go to caller 269-290 and then... Yeah, two six nine two nine zero. You are unmuted. State your name and what city you're calling from. Alicia. It's Taylor. Hey, Miss Taylor. Yes, ma'am. I have a fear, and it's connected to my purpose, which is preventing me from truly being in purpose with the purpose. So, you know, I am an ASL interpreter. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had this interpreting skill for like the last three years. And I always feel like, you know, on social media, just people taking it upon themselves, like, you know, who uh, are familiar with sign language, making videos, you know, to songs or just doing like, people interpretations for like small clips. And I always ask myself, why aren't you doing that? Like, you're sleeping mm-hmm. and you're sitting on this ASL skill. And it's because I'm fearful of opinions of what people will say when they see me signing and, like, will I get judged uh, intensely by the deaf culture and community because my signs are incorrect. And all of these doubts come to my mind, which prevent me from just being just going with the flow with this skill. Okay, so can you all hear me? Okay. So, um, so what comes through, and this is universal principle. So, you know, in the first week we talked about how we had two callers, right? Where we had um, one who knew their purpose and was doing their purpose, but was not motivated to do the purpose because of worrying about what people were going to say, you know, this type of thing, how they were received when doing their purpose. And so we talked about how, in this case, being purposeful also affected and and um, contributed to low self-esteem. And it wasn't the purpose, but it was the codependent experiences and characteristics that the person was, uh, playing into from the programming, right, uh, that supported this person in being able to withhold from themselves and do what they love doing, because that's what it is as a form of withholding and self-hate. And so the universal principle that comes up, I'm reminded of that as you were speaking, um, relative to the codependent characteristics, you know, because I experienced it too. You know, I have experienced that too, uh, Ms. Taylor, with um, – 
worrying about what people are going to say, you know, and comparing myself to other people and, you know, all of that. And it's like, no, because like I just said, what's for you is for you. And the way that you do it and what you love doing, then there are people specifically waiting for Miss Taylor to do her ALS, her signing, to help those who are have, have the hearing impaired to be able to have a ex- greater exposure to the offerings that you are interpreting. And so the other principle that comes up that you can relate to with this is the judgment, the non-judgment principle. So you're being judgmental of yourself relative to your skill and talent. So we want you to hone that back in. So close your eyes right now. And I want you to inhale and exhale, okay? And I want you to visualize seeing yourself, seeing the end result of you posting, you going live on your Instagram, your Facebook page, and you having fun, having fun doing this because, of course, the truth of the matter is there's going to always be somebody who has something to say. I mean, people have something they're thinking of right now when I'm on the show. It is what it is. That's just a part of the process. That's a part of the process, and we can leverage that too, right? We can leverage that as well. So I'm going to support you and transform that 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 low self-esteem and that codependent characteristic of worrying about what other people say. So close your eyes, and if you offer permission, just say yes, and I'll definitely support you with sending you some energy, some healing yes. power, and some visualizations and support you in transforming this energy because that's what it is. It is a low vibration frequency energy that is embedded cells that can be transformed through a different thought process and uh, energetic support, okay? okay? So are you ready to receive? Yes, I am open to receive. All right. All right. So inhale and exhale. Inhale again and exhale. All right, Miss uh, Taylor. I look forward to being able to see. I'm, I'm not follow. I don't follow you on uh, Instagram. We got to connect on Instagram and Facebook so I can okay. uh, see when you do your 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 AS your ALS no ASL ASL your American Sign Language on your page. So I look forward to being able to support you with that. So I'm I'm at Power of Oneness. Yeah, I'm at Power of Oneness on Instagram, okay? Power okay. of One, the number one Ness, P-O-W-E-R-O-F, the number one Ness. So let's befriend me, and I look forward to supporting you. All okay, right. I Thank sure you, will. Thank you so much, Ms. Felicia. You're welcome. And remember that non-judgment principle. Remember that, I'm okay? Here. I'm about to, I'm about to uh, study and practice with my ASL just to, like, get that gone because I know if I know what I know then the doubt and all those fears will be gone. It exactly. So yeah, use that doubt, use the word about what other people think and use that use those as stepping stones to take you to the next level to challenge the fear. Yep. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah. So who do we have next? Okay, area code two two eight. Three eight three. You are live. What's your name and what city are you calling from? Hello, Miss Felicia. How are you? Hi. Can you hear me? Hey. Yes. Hi, love. This, <laughs> this is Valerie Buxton. Thank you so much for taking my call. I am just sitting here tingling with excitement. I I have I have been my frequencies have been so high lately. So I I really, um, first I want to say how much I'm enjoying the show, and I love, love, love the topic and the conversation. And I do relate to so much of it because I am working on mastery. And mm-hmm. 
working on overcoming my fears and reservations in terms of mastering my purpose. I have discovered my purpose, and Mm -hmm. so I relate to what you talk about in terms of our purpose. We've always been in our purpose. And I didn't, I didn't really relate to that and know that until I started being a part of um, uh, the brain balancing and, and the Jewel Network. Um, and so I'm so thrilled um, that I have the support now that I need to help me on this journey of mastery. And do that. And this, what I'm doing right now, this is me um, just doing it. Your tag that says just do it, that's me doing this yeah. now because I have, I mean, I had to, when you was going through the breathing with Miss Taylor, I put myself in it too and I had to go through the breathing because I have, I make myself so sick and get anxiety attacks when I have to come forth and speak. Mm. And um, I mean, and it gets bad. A few times before I've had to come forth and speak on panels or talk shows. I mean, I literally get so sick that I get, I, I go, I have to go and regurgitate. Mm. And so really, really <laughs> working on that. But um, I, I identify, too, with what you were talking about. You know, as as our purpose unfolds and mm-hmm. uh, we discover our purpose, that all these new energies and new frequencies come in. And I'm experiencing okay. that now. A lot of new, beautiful energy and frequencies. It's just for me now learning how to harness that. Um, because I have so much anxiety around coming forth in my purpose, um, those 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 new energies they get muzzled sometimes, or mm-hmm. or or how do I say? Um, it seems like a lot of nervous energy sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, oh, it, 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 you was, yeah, there's a blockage there. There becomes yeah. there. Yeah, there there starts to because again everything is energy. So when you experience the anxiety and the got the other energies coming, there's resistance. Thank you, that's the word, the resistance. And then it starts to repel some of those other energies coming in as fast as they could come in if you have if you didn't have the anxiety. Yes. Yeah. All right. So. So when we experience anxiety, again, and this is still another aspect uh, at a deeper level of, of fear, you know, anxiety, fear. And so, so we have to ask yourself, okay, so then what, what are, what's the anxiety? What are you anxious about? Because you know what you're talking about, okay? Um, what is it in your mind that you're thinking they're saying or not being receptive to you? What What is it? What are the thoughts? Because you got to remember, too, that each of those thoughts are creating a blood chemistry and magnetizing more and more of that thought. You're getting more of it when you focus on it. Yes. Yeah. And you know, I've I've wrote I've written down a lot of the notes, a lot of the notes from uh, your talking points, and I also wrote a statement that my husband and I talk about often because, you know, I I am a certified life coach and I've been doing mm-hmm. a lot of pro pro bono work for years, um, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm ready to launch, and this is a part of why I haven't launched for fear of always feeling like I don't know enough, I need it, and so therefore I have become a research junkie over the years. And so, but sometimes um, I'm reluctant to say things that need to be said to people. And you have given clarity in this realm is that when you're in fear, it's because you don't know enough. And then when I pondered that and I... No, 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 I, wait. I, Not I, that you don't know enough. No, no, no. You need more information. That's different. You need more information. Okay. I stand okay. corrected. We need more information. So I... I I pondered that and I thought about that, and um, but here's the statement that my husband and I always say: we we sacrifice people's souls for the sake of sparing their feelings. And this is one of this has been one of my issues, is that 
I some things I'm reluctant to say to people because I don't want to hurt their feelings. You know, I'm I'm very compassionate, I'm very caring and giving and you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. So that's been a part of one of my that's been a part of the issue with me in in fear of saying okay. certain things, you know. So okay. can you address okay. that? Yes, yes, I can. Thank you so much for bringing this to the surface because it also connects right back to codependency, okay, codependency, and even judgment, okay, judgment, because who says what you're going to say is going to hurt their feelings? Who said it? Who, 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 who said it? Who said it's going to hurt their feelings? How you how you know it's going to hurt their feelings? And this is, oh, thank you, universe. Oh, thank you. This is good right here. Okay. So <laughs> this speaks to the mirror principle. This speaks to the oneness and the mirror principle because the belief that we hold is what we're mirroring to others or the belief that, yeah, the belief that we hold is what's being mirrored back to us. So because you can and most times relate to what the person is experiencing, it hurts, it may hurt your feelings if you have to say what you, what you need to be able to say to this person to get them to the next level. You get that? Yes. <laughs> that, was, that was clear. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And let me also add this diamond. So everybody write this down. This will support us in really being able to transform this fear real quick. When we judge, when we're in judgment and in criticism, it breaks down the collagen tissue. So it supports us in in the aging process when we're in constant judging and criticism. So this is so this is what I used to do. Okay, and we don't have long, but this is what I used to do because I was very judgmental of myself. Nobody could judge me worse than I was judging myself. And so when I began on this journey of going within and really being able to deal with my own, the way I think about myself, I really, and as I started interacting with other people and having to have hard, quote, unquote, what seemed like patience, I literally would say, I don't know how you're going to take this and then be able to say such and such a toy and so. Or this may hurt your feelings, but that's not my intent then say what I need to say. So I'm I'm letting them know where I am in my own heart space and what I need to be able to communicate so that I can communicate it clearly, all right? And so yes. if you have to say that, then say that so you can be able to accurately communicate um, and get the point to them because it may be just what they need. Yes. Get that? Okay. Absolutely. You're absolutely right, and I appreciate that clarity. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ms. Valerie. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. All right, everyone, so thank you so much for tuning in today. This plasma, we've had such an expansive experience. Take the fear, leverage the fear, challenge the fear, and use it as a launching pad to get you to the next level and my engineer who inspired this show she said that when she uses what she's learning on the Thank show you for sharing this hour and about us. fear you've been listening to the universal principle support hour so, on the jewel network science broadcasting frequency join Sunday dr jewel and miss felicia here every wednesday at, at 5 p.m on the jewel network hosted by the jewelnetwork.com and the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living, Jewish. For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website, www.thejewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact us, please send your emails to Universal Principal Support Group, UPSG at JUIS.education. We love you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. 
This broadcast in its entirety nor any part of this broadcast can be reproduced, copied, transcribed, placed in podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended on any internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. To reproduce or suspend this broadcast in any digital location other than the Jewel Network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening.